Joining us now, a man familiar to many, all 49er fans, really. A man that I have wanted to see play quarterback for this team since you were drafted, Trey. Trey Lance is with us. How are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well. Now, last time I talked to you was the Tuesday before the draft, and you actually told me that you put ranch on pizza, which I still haven't forgiven you for, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I want to know, since you moved out to San Francisco, have you? what is the best food that you've eaten? It's actually a really good Thai restaurant uh, right by my house. But uh, yeah, I've actually cultured myself, I'll say, <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my palate, for sure. But it's a really cool area, the Bay Area. Uh, I didn't know anything, obviously, about it before I got drafted, but I love living out there. I love living um, in, in South Bay um, and getting to go to the city a little bit and check things out. So wait, are you are you saying you don't put ranch on pizza anymore? I still put ranch on pizza. Don't get it twisted. But I, I never understand. I don't. I, I found some new options. Okay, Thai. That's pretty good. I haven't done a lot of Thai, but uh, I'll take your word for it that it's good. Um, so obviously, like I said, I wanted you to start. You didn't get to start. Can you give me an example of maybe something you learned this year that you don't think you would have learned if you had started all 17 games? Um, I, I got to see Jimmy uh, firsthand how, how, how to handle different situations, um, you know, whether it's, it's something uh, on the sideline, you know, during, during the game, you know, people get heated, everyone, you know, everyone's emotions are running high, just how, how calm he stayed. Um, also, just this is something that Jimmy played through. I mean, he's a tough dude, and, and everything that he played through that, that people don't even know about um, says a lot about him as a person. Um, and I got to just, I got to watch, you know, I got to see firsthand how to handle it, and obviously, uh, someone watch from someone and learn from someone who does it at, at a really high level. I have heard that Kyle can be pretty, Kyle Shanahan can be pretty, um, let's just say, fired up on the sidelines. I've seen him uh, kind of give it to people pretty good. Have you been witness to the wrath of Kyle Shanahan on the sidelines? Uh, there's been a, a couple, you know, poor decisions by me that I've, I've gotten heard a little bit from, but but it's all love at the end of the day. You know, we're all we're all working towards the same goal, so you kind of got to listen to what someone says, not necessarily how they say it, especially in you know an intense situation like that. So even in ten quarters, you felt the wrath. <laughs> uh, I mean. You, it's not necessarily the wrath. I don't want to call it the wrath, but uh, yeah, I mean, you, you feel the intensity for sure. I, I mean, you see the look on his face, you, you feel the intensity, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I'm probably just as, as hard as myself, if not, if not harder on myself than anyone else is going to be on me. Are you like sort of aware of kind of the, I don't want to use this term, but I can't think of a better word right now. Just the, let's say the infighting between 49ers fans of the Jimmy Garoppolo fans and the Trey Lance fans. I know that, that people kind of try to put us against each other, uh, but this is one of the closest groups of guys, our quarterback room, that I, I've ever been around. So I don't necessarily see it. I don't do the whole social media reading and all that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sure that there's some people who prefer Jimmy, some people prefer me. Uh, that's, that's not my, my job to worry about. So I just talked to George Kittle a little while ago. He told me that his mom will search his name and then send him articles of people being critical of the team or critical of him do you have anybody like that that sends you stuff uh my, well, my mom actually used to uh when she had twitter <laughs> she used to not said it but she would definitely search my name and see it and then i was like just why, why would you you know why would you waste your time <laughs> doing that reading negative things from people you don't know so i mean yeah i feel like it's you kind of choose to to look at what you want to yeah, that is a weird, like, I don't know why people's family members do that. What good can come of that? All right, It's only going to, 
frustrate yeah, you. It's only going to upset you, especially with a mom. Like, just <laughs> mom, cut it out, mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so you are joining us today on behalf of Sleep Number. I know that you are one of many people that have been singing the praises of Sleep Number. As a father of two, I can tell you sleep definitely matters. Uh, what do you want people to know about Sleep Number? Uh, yeah, I've been super grateful to be able to be partnered with Sleep Number uh, throughout my whole rookie year and, and a little bit of the, the pre-draft uh, process. Um, it, it's a perfect fit for me. I, I've been a person that's always valued my sleep. Um, and, and everything they've done for me, I've been able to, to get my parents' beds, my grandparents' beds, uh, my little brother, things like that. Um, so I'm very thankful for, for everything they've done uh, for me and my family. And they're also, you know, a purposeful uh, organization. I mean, they, they donated $5,000 to help me start uh, to go towards a, a scholarship. So starting an annual scholarship back at, at my high school back in, in Marshall, Minnesota. Um, so everything like that that they've done, uh, the type of people that, that I get to work with, uh, I, I really do enjoy it. That is awesome. You know, it's funny. Most people think like, oh, if I have, if I know somebody that's in the NFL, they're going to buy me all this cool stuff, buy me a car, like the, the mattress. I think I would take the mattress over the car to be honest with you. Absolutely. I was just telling Trey Sermon, it's, it's a great gift idea if he needs it for anything. See, there you go. That see already you're transitioning into the veteran there with the advice. I like it very much. Um, so like I said, you played 10 quarters, I have just watched those 10 quarters like probably more than you have to this point, uh, which is says more about me than you. Uh, does it bother you though? When some people say, Oh, well, Trey Lance showed he's not ready to play yet. I mean, I, I only worry about people in our, in our building, uh, my, my teammates, my coaches um, at the end of the day, if I'm, if I'm worrying about what, no offense, but what everyone in, in your profession, uh-huh. says, you know, I, I, that's not my job to worry about. So I'm going to keep trying to handle business the best I can and, and be a good teammate, be a good leader and find my role. Are you ready to go next year? Cause like now I'm hearing Tom Brady stuff is bubbling up and the Trey can sit for another year. Like you want to play next year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident that I'll be ready to go. Uh, you know, OTAs training camp and absolutely, absolutely week one. Where are you the furthest ahead of where you were last year? Uh, going into rookie minicamp, learning the offense. It's, um, I'm a, I feel like a whole different person um, than, than I was coming in for sure. Uh, but I've, I've just learned everything about, uh, I think, how the league works. And, and I still will continue, especially, obviously, this is being my first real offseason, um, learning about, you know, the turnover. Like my biggest, one of my biggest questions was what's typical, you know, how many, how many guys are going to be out of here as a rookie or me personally. I don't necessarily know what guys are, you know, in their contract year throughout the whole season. You know, you hear about it maybe towards the end of the season or at different points in the season, but um, it's not something that, you know, we talk about a lot or, you know, guys are, are always worried about. So uh, for me, it's, it's just still continuing to, to experience, you know, firsts. Did you have like a welcome to the NFL moment your first year? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Not necessarily. No, didn't really take any crazy hits or anything like that. Um, but I think, like I said, our locker room uh, was really, really close. And me getting to experience that was, I think, huge for me. A lot of people have talked about when you get to the playoffs, it's a different level of intensity. The game is faster. It's just it's everything is more intense. Did you notice that even from the sidelines? Yeah, I mean, we, we were kind of in playoff mode for the last, you know, four, three, four or five weeks of the regular season. I mean, when we started how we started the year and. Um, obviously ups and downs and everything like that, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. From from the fans' perspective, obviously the faithful filling up so far um, and, and traveling so well. I mean, that's, that was one of the coolest things I've I've ever seen and obviously been a part of. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was it was really good. 
So you mentioned you have the off season now. It's a regular off season. You could sort of get into a flow, uh, but the draft is coming up. And I have noticed that there are some North Dakota state prospects that are getting a little love. If the 49ers called you or texted you, whatever, and said, tell us about some of these guys. Tell us about, let's say, Christian Watson, for example. What would you tell them? A uh, special dude. You can see that just just physically, you know, how, how big he is, how fast he is. Um, great person to be around. Obviously, one of my closest friends, um, someone that I, uh, helped me out um, get to where I am right now. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be here without Christian. So he had a great did a great job at, at the Senior Bowl. So I've, getting, I've gotten to talk to him a little bit as well as Cordell Volson. Um, those two guys both having having big weeks at their their individual bowl games, I think was super exciting and encouraging for me to see. Have they kind of asked you about the process and like what's involved in it? Maybe for some advice. I've talked to them a little bit about it, but, uh, you know, everyone kind of runs their own race. You know, every situation is different. Obviously, I had a eight-month pre-draft process, and, and they're kind of back to the, the normal, uh, normal, whatever that is now. But, uh, yeah, I, I've gotten to talk to them a lot, and, I mean, they know I got their back, whatever they need, if they ever want to have a conversation about anything. But I know they also you know, have, have great people in their corner as well. You should send a text to John Lynch. Be like, hey, I'm just saying this whole Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase thing, like, it kind of worked out, you know, like maybe they want to get a guy that you played with in college. That'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. But uh, that's above my pay grade. You know, I'm, I'm going to worry about what I need to worry about. Yeah. It's above your pay grade for now, but that day is fast approaching Trey. Um, when we talked to you before the draft, we ended the interview. We said, Hey, maybe you'll get drafted by the 49ers. And you said, yeah, that's the plan. Now I had a little bit of fun with that and pretended like you knew at that point you were going to go to the Niners, but you didn't actually know then. No, I, I really did not know until that phone rang. That is still one of the most amazing stories that I think I've heard. Um, we talked to Debo Samuel this week. We talked to George Kittle. In terms of how set up you are, you think, or you think you are for success. I mean, you have weapons around you. Do you think that basically like next year, no excuses, no learning curve, you're going to come in and hit the ground running? I mean, there's going to be ups and downs. I'm, I'm, no one's perfect, and I, I definitely don't ex come in expecting to, to be perfect. But uh, I definitely need to be ready to go uh, for those guys because uh, those guys, are, I, I truly believe and trust and know that those guys are going to be ready to go. And, I mean, we have so many weapons, offense, defense, and, and special teams-wise, um, and obviously our coaching staff as well. Uh, very excited to be able to work with these guys this offseason and, and going into the season. Kittle told me today that he thinks he could run a four-four-five. Do you think he can run a four-four-five? Yeah, I think I think he could probably run a four four five. A healthy healthy George after give him a couple of weeks to to recover after he was beat up throughout the season. Yeah, I, I think he can George can move. Well, Trey, we thank you very much for the time. Again, joining us on behalf of Sleep Number. Thank you to them as well. We appreciate it. I know I'm looking forward to seeing you next year and hopefully we can talk again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.